0: Hey guys, it's Caitlin Bristow with Off The Vine. Last year was so great, and I'm kicking off the new year with a bang. I'm adding a mini episode each week. I'm going to answer your questions, take your confessions, and just so much more. So check out new episodes of Off The Vine every Tuesday and the new mini episodes starting Thursday, January 11th, exclusively at Podcast podcast1.com and the Podcast One app. Plus, remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out.
1: This week's Amazing Race exit interview is sponsored by our friends over at True Car who have some tips for you. First off, you could always use some tips when you're running the Amazing Race. Uh, maybe tips like this. If you want to get there faster and improve your gas mileage, maybe take some weight out of the back of the car. That'll help. And then also, if you wanted to arrive in style with clean upholstery, maybe some olive oil on a coffee filter and then, if you want to unlock your car door from further away, hold that keychain remote right up under your chin. That's supposed to work for some weird reason. Here's another tip that you might not know about True Car will also help you get a used car, too. That's right. True Car is not just for buying new cars. No, sir. With TrueCar, certified dealer network, and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on the actual inventory and a simpler buying experience whether you buy a new or used car. And with TrueCar, you can see what other people paid, so you'll know if you're getting a good deal before you buy it. And then, you're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience when you connect with a true car certified dealer so when you're ready to buy that new or used car check out true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience some features are not available in all states Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cisterdino here with our Amazing Race Exit Interview. We're going to be talking with, spoiler alert, Team Well Strong. That is right, Trevor and Chris are going to join me here on the exit interview to talk about what went wrong on this leg of the Amazing Race and much more coming up here today. Of course, we had our recap of everything with Jessica Elise and Mike Bloom. That's up in the podcast feed, as well as so much going on with Survivor. Josh Wiggler is back with the uh, season premiere of First One Out, his preseason preview podcast recorded on location in Fiji Plus. Josh and I talked about everything you need to know about this new Survivor season. That's all up on RobHasAWebsite.com or subscribe. RobHasAWebsite.com slash iTunes. Okay, it looks like we have Trevor and Chris on the line. Let's go ahead and patch them in. Trevor and Chris, good morning. How are you guys doing? We're all right. Yes. Well. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I, I'm trying to wrap my head around why you guys went home because I really felt like other than getting U-turned, I don't know what you guys did wrong.
0: We're flawless, Rob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Uh, it it looked on the show like you guys uh, didn't really hit a bump other than that U-turn. Was that all it came down to?
0: This is Chris. Um, had we not been U-turned, we definitely would not have been the team to go home that day because we did the challenges really well. However, in previous legs and in that leg, our weakness was navigation. It it just seemed to prove a little more difficult uh for us than other teams occasionally and it, it just put us that's what put us on the second flight, uh, to Prague. And so that that had something to do with it.
1: Okay. Well let me ask you guys about Team Big Brother. Now, after you got U turned by them, that was ultimately the death blow for your team on the race. Any hard feelings towards team jody team not
0: at all i mean like of course we would not like that to have happened but it's you know it's it's the game and it's the stress what we would have done no hard feelings if it would be more bizarre if no one did that if they just roll over and died like that would be more weird no no hard feelings at all they're lovely
1: okay so, in terms of the order that you guys had to do these two tests, was there any particular strategy of which one you wanted to do first?
0: The detour was quite vague. It literally just said this or that. So, I think we did the that first, but for no particular reason. I think it only we only picked this, Trevor. We only picked that one first because it was on the same side of the river as where we found the first clue. Mm-hmm. So, closer uh, by cab because we knew we'd have to do both. So, just might as well, you know, not have to backtrack but in a cab.
1: Now, were either of you guys convinced that the earth might actually be flat? Was that a compelling argument that the professor was making?
0: We we did think that it could have been a trick question because at the end of the lecture they never came out and said, and this one is yeah. the answer you need to give exam. But I was so tempted to just say it was flat. Oh my God, I like killed you. <laughs> but then but also there's all these flat earthers right now, like it's this big movement or whatever, right? Yeah, it's really so, picking up uh, like, steam. If they would if they would actually insist that I was actually wrong by saying that, I I don't know. I would have been curious, but Chris literally would have told me. <laughs> but it might have been worth it. Yeah.
1: Did you guys get the beer pour on the first time out like uh, we saw?
0: Uh, it took us two tries.
1: Two tries. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, had, I thought I was going to have an easier time with that having been a bartender, but it's a little difficult.
1: Yeah. Uh go back to the previous leg. Uh what was the hard part about putting together that uh trebuchet?
0: Oh, okay, so this was stressed. Um building things in general doesn't really come easy to me. Um had we known that's what the the roadblock was, Trevor would have been the one to do it for sure. Um I put the incorrect dowel rod into a hole um, with a lot of vigor. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I was going to have to get it out, but I foolishly put together the rest of the trebuchet first. And so it was so well held together because I did such a good job doing it that I couldn't get the wrong peg out. It's mm-hmm. a long time.
1: Yeah. Did you feel like that you guys were done for in the last leg?
0: You know, I was actually, this is Trevor, I was much more downtrodden that day and it would have been, I, I think my whole experience in the race would have been a little tainted had we gone home that day. It was just a long, frustrating day. of just a lot of driving and not feeling great about it. Um, we, we did think we were pretty much going home. I think, I think we were like 85% sure we were going home. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had like a glimmer of hope.
1: What about this time? Sure did you feel better going into the pit stop?
0: Um, you know, I was really proud of our work. This is Chris. Um, I was proud of our work in Prague. And so, you know, if you have to leave the race, you might as well like do it really well and with the best of your abilities, um, in play. So I think we were just able to walk away knowing that we did a good job that day. Also, when you think about the race and why people do it, it's, it's like a field day. It's, you know, mm-hmm. people play board games for and not just to win, but it's the act, act of doing this a lot of fun. And the day of Prague, I have not been to the Czech Republic. Um, obviously, a very important city for classical music, classical musicians. Um, it meant a lot. It was a beautiful city. Everyone was, like, young and vibrant and fun. And we got to do a lot of cool challenges that day. So it was nice to really feel like we did, like, um, you know, it was fun to do the lecture thing. Um, which we've really done anything like before that involved memory. It meant something very physical with the cans, and it, it was just a good, a, a great day of challenges to go out on.
1: Yeah, that's the underrated part of a U-turn. You get to experience everything. You get to do it all.
0: <laughs> if, there, if there's a silver lining, yeah. I guess that could be it.
1: <laughs> yeah, all these other teams—they only got to see what one detour was like, uh, except for Jess and Cody that they went <laughs> to both places. But. We're so
0: lucky.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. You're such an optimist. Uh, talk to me about the, another optimist, Kafka, of course. Uh, that he had the we had the Kafka challenge with the ringing phones. Uh, what was it like uh, going through that room with all the phones ringing at the same time?
0: Part that I'm surprised they didn't highlight. And the part, absolutely the part that was most difficult for me was the rhythm at which, um, the narrator said the word. So it'd be like it, 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 so you couldn't quickly, like when I just got in there, I was flying through a million different ones and like listening as fast as I could, because of that, it'd be like it, 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 constant sound. But, um. Really not the case. So you really had to be patient, and that was like another mind-bending, altering experience. Just having um, to wait that long and go through so many phones.
1: It was also a disadvantage for you guys because that the other teams kind of worked together uh, to complete their challenge for the most part, and uh, nobody wanted to help you guys.
0: No one was there to help. I mean, yeah. we were, I was didn't even have the options. so was, yeah. It's, well, at least we weren't caught up in drama or like having someone tell us the wrong <laughs> the wrong words.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. See again, another silver lining.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite parts of the episode actually, I was just telling Chris about this. Um, it's when I, I forget if, if it was Eric that did uh Eric of the firefighters that did that challenge. I don't think it was Daniel. I'm not sure which. But they're such sweet, awesome guys. They're all about their family and they're just they're just wonderful like instead of um instead of of he hears love instead of life he hears wife mm-hmm. and i think that really is, is kind of like a freudian slip in some way really speaking to like his prior i don't know his priorities and what he's thinking about at home i think was really cute and i don't know if the camera or i don't know if, if viewers would have picked up on that but yeah i found it darling
1: have you guys considered going to the beer spa since you guys have been done with the amazing rice?
0: As soon as we see a beer spa available to us, I will dip in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Consider it. Uh, how did you guys end up on the amazing race? Whose idea was it?
0: Um, so this is Chris. It was it was actually a dream of mine in college um, to do this with um, a friend of mine, and I think I don't remember why, but I ended up. Not, doing that, um, not putting the effort in and then, you know, just kind of going on with life. Um, and then I was approached by one of the casting assistants uh, at CBS for season 29, the Strangers season. Mm, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I was, I was interested. I thought it sounded fun, but um, ultimately I had to, you know, pass up putting effort into that and, I was so glad when they reached out again and said, like, we would love for you and Trevor to do this together. Because then, you know, we jumped at the, we jumped at the chance.
1: Yeah. And Trevor, you were into it?
0: Yeah. I texted Trevor and immediately he responded like, fuck yes, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't even know that there was a prize involved at that point. I said uh, that like four days later, that there was a billion dollars prize. So he was ready to go. He was ready to go. Thinking that it was just.
1: Yeah. Uh, What was the highlight of this adventure for you guys through Six Legs of the Race?
0: Oh, man. The highlight. Location or uh, takeaway point, location or challenge or.
1: Whatever. Whatever stands out to you guys. Uh,
0: The highlight, for me, um, this is Trevor. uh, So I'm 31. And uh, Chris is around that same age. So <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'm gonna have trouble making this point. I'm 31, and what we do is a, is pretty unique. Um, so we, we are, you know, musicians. We get to produce ourselves. We get to tour. We get to be on stage. We get to figure out our own marketing, and we, we're kind of like masters of many different, or try to be masters of many different trades. Um. But, a lot, it's you know, one, one life spent in one career can kind of get dull. And the kind of people we're, you know, we're always around the same. Our colleagues are performers and the same venue owners and managers and recording studio people. So it's awesome to see or to dive into a community of other people that are fucking kick ass at other stuff. Like mm-hmm. we're around like crazy pro racers and skiers and NBA players and a firefighter. I don't know, it was just so cool being around all these really positive, awesome people, um, from different walks of life. who are all excited to, you know, everyone, I don't want to say petty lives or like, you know, you get to put your personal life on check or just throw it away for a minute and mm-hmm. just have fun and really engage something in a new way um, to disconnect and really do that again. It felt like, you know, the, the best parts of college or just going to a community of people where everyone is really excited and just meeting new people in that way. It's um, I don't, uh, for us and I think a lot of people, it's it's a rare opportunity in adulthood to have such a, an experience like that. And it was, it was probably the, the highlight or what made it so special.
1: Okay. So if people want to come out and, and see you guys perform uh where how do people do that
0: um this is Chris we have uh so our website is well dash strong well hyphen um and we keep our tour dates regularly posted there and we would love for people to follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram we keep um you know a lot of content coming from all those and um like to keep people abreast of our activities also we've been trying to do some uh recap uh info videos on our our youtube page so if you have other queries you might find some insights there and
1: okay all right well guys uh trevor chris thank you so much for coming on today and uh best of luck with thank all you. of the uh, music and everything going forward okay
0: all right Thanks thank a lot. you and thank you
1: All right, there you have it. That is Trevor and Chris, the latest team eliminated from the amazing race. Only six legs left in this amazing race over three weeks. It's like the playoffs of the amazing race coming up over these uh, next 20 days or so. As we march along, we're going to have our team shakeup coming up next week, a double U-turn as well. So plenty more to come on the Amazing Race. In terms of the Amazing Race exit interview, that is now going to be part of my Amazing Race recap that I'm going to do with Jess and Mike Bloom coming up on the day after the show so look for one mega amazing race podcast the two episode recaps plus whatever exit interviews are still to come here on our amazing race podcast so thanks so much for checking it out thanks so much to scott st pierre for putting it all together take care everybody have a good one bye